Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the live stream again tonight. Um, really excited to be here, and today we're going to talk about how to end anxious feelings immediately today. Um, this is talking to everyone who experiences some anxiety. Um, this is not medical advice, nothing like that. So, and this is all about. Um, if you're experiencing anxiety or anxious feelings, rather, I'm not talking about medical anxiety here. I'm talking about anxious feelings. So if you experience that, I do quite a bit. Uh, I want to talk about how to end that today, tonight, right now, during this live stream. Um, we're going we're gonna to work through that together. I'm going to share some tactics I personally use with everyone and hopefully... We can get some people that have some breakthroughs tonight. So um, I don't really plan out these live streams. Um, I thought I knew what I was going to do when I started this. Thought about it all night. I was originally going to do a live stream on uh, entitled Do We Need Control in Our Lives? Might do that one tomorrow night. It was going to be a good one. Um, God just laid this on my heart tonight as I was looking through the Word and uh, found a really good verse from Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Be glad in the Lord always. Again, I say be glad. Let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything. Rather, bring up all your requests to God in your prayers and petitions, along with giving thanks. Then the peace of God that exists, that exceeds all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus. So I'm going to read that again when we get some more people on here. So, hey, welcome everyone. Um, you guys jump on here. Um, if you have questions, drop them down below. Uh, I'd love to answer some questions tonight about this. So this is, um, I think probably a really important live stream for me because I've struggled with anxious feelings quite a bit in my life. Um, and they're not healthy and they drive us to do some really, really dangerous things, really self-destructive things. Uh, they, they push us towards things like drinking. Consuming alcohol is one of the number one uh, things that people use to battle anxiety because it, it takes away that feeling of control and it numbs us to, um, it numbs our senses to things around us. And so I used alcohol for years from the age of 15 to my late 20s. Um, I'm 35 now, so I've been, I think it's like seven years now, not a drop of alcohol. Uh, and I, it just has flown by. I, I don't even, I had to think about that number the other day because, um, it's not really something that I, you know, consider. I don't try to consider myself like an ex-alcoholic or anything like that because, um, it was just something I did. I was, I was hooked into it so much because I was always anxious uh, I have, you know, that social anxiety that a lot of us get, especially if you're a creative type person. We can all kind of struggle with and battle that type of thing. Uh, so 
with that said, tonight is really just about, I want to quiet our minds. I want everybody to just kind of relax as we're here, uh, meditate on who we are, who we really are. Um, and when you meditate on who we really are, who you're created to be, there's no anxious feelings. The anxious feelings come from us meditating on who we think we should be. And that's what I struggled with for a long time. Who am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to be? How am I supposed to be? Once I started figuring that out, the anxious feelings, I'm able to subdue them and exercise control over them. And that's a God-given right. That's something that we get, that's gifted from God. And knowing what our gifts from God are, are to me the number one key in my life of staying level, staying mentally positive, staying connected to my purpose and what I'm supposed to be doing. So um, if you guys have any questions about this, drop them down below. Welcome, welcome. Um, so for me, um, I wrote a book called God-Given Gifts of Brilliance. And uh, that book is all about finding the real you. Uh, what's up, sad boy Joe? Hey, if you're sad, this is a great place to be. Uh, we're talking about how to end anxiety right now. This is going to be one of the slowest live streams getting people on because this isn't like an energy-packed one or going out and conquering that. People don't want to address the fact that they have anxiety. Um, I can see in people's eyes when they have anxiety, and 99.9% .9 of people that I meet have uh, a form of anxiety. Um, and so, and this is not medical advice, so this is my experience. I'm just giving my experience here with dealing with anxious feelings. Uh, and how do we, how do we battle them? Uh, in the world right now because there's so much input from everything that we're getting from the news, from this app, from other apps, from social medias, doesn't matter where you go. You're bombarded. Your senses are bombarded. And that in and of itself is enough to give people anxiety, to just kind of force an anxious feeling. What that does is it awakens our survival instinct. Um, so we're programmed to recognize when there's threats around so that we can survive, so that we can, our race will continue, our species will continue. God wanted us to be able to continue. So he programmed us with these things. So when you hear a loud noise, when you uh, hear a lot of noises all at once, um, when you hear the news going and you see the words scrolling across the screen, uh, and they've got the music in the background, and they've got somebody talking with a very authoritative voice, uh, and they have the dun dun dun, dun going. All of that is playing us. It's playing you and programming. That's why they call it programming. Uh, it's a television program. It's a web program. It's a whatever program. Uh, the TV guide that we used to get back in the 90s was all about the programming that was on TV. So you could choose what you were being programmed with. Uh, and this is not like, you know, conspiracy type thing. This is, this is legitimate. It is called programming to program something 
is to set it in a certain direction, set it in a certain way, just like we would program a computer or a phone or an algorithm or anything like that. Uh, we're doing that to our minds. So there's so many things we're doing every day willingly that we just don't question that are adding to that anxiety. Um, and there are some people that are so severe with their anxiety and have like that deep medical condition with it. But then there's some people that are here and could easily go to here. What's up? Uh, underscore one, underscore five, six, eight. Uh, welcome. Drop me any questions if you guys have them down below. We're talking about how to end anxiety right now, today, tonight on the live stream. Um, because there's so much going on in the world right now. Uh, the media is one of the biggest things as far as just hammering us with anxiety causing images and sounds and colors. I try to do my studio in just this super chill um, tone so that we can all relax. These evening live, live streams, I just want you guys to kind of be able to come in, take some time off from the world, uh, build some brilliance and be ready and filled tomorrow to go out and mentor others, spread good news to the world. Um, so that's what I'm all about here. So as we talk about that tonight, I do want to read um, more from the word as we get into it. Give me a little water here. <clears throat> Allergies are still going on the throat here. So, um, but that's one of the biggest things that I, that I deal with is just the media, the media aspect of it. You know, your phone's blowing up all the time, your Instagram, your Twitter, uh, your text messages, your DMs, your Snapchat, doesn't matter. Uh, those notifications are firing off. And what that's doing is firing our survival mechanisms all the time. Uh, so we get that rush of like adrenaline when we look and we see, oh, we have more followers or, oh, I have a comment or, oh, so-and-so's live right now. Um, and, and it plays on that. It plays on that all the time. Social media can be a beautiful tool. I try to use it for the beauty that it is, uh, and reach people with a positive message. So, um, but what everything is going on right now, um, that's what we're, we're being programmed. And that programming is something that really does affect us over time because you're wiring connections in your mind to your body. That's what people don't think about. Anxiety starts here and ends here. And that is a circuit that we're connecting. And when we're learning fight or flight mechanisms, we're learning and we're connecting the synapses in our brain. We're making new pathways on how to act and react, especially when we see a news story. And then we go out into the marketplace or we go out into our jobs or we go out into society or our churches, uh, our ministries, whatever. And other people are talking about that story. What happens is this crazy thing where now the feeling we had about that story that we saw briefly for 10 seconds, 15 seconds on a news app or watched it on television, saw it on a stream online, we're now validated that how we felt about that, the, whether it's anger or anxiousness or worry or concern, we're now validated that, hey, that's a valid way to feel because we're a pack. The human race is a pack. We're all connected in a vast network of consciousness. The earth, the people on the earth, God made us 
to all be in communion with him. And when we start firing on these cylinders that, hey, I'm validated for being anxious about this. Hey, what did you think of that? Hey, you know, oh, that's crazy. I can't believe that's going on. Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the times we're in now, blah, blah, blah. That type of thing is now validating that fight or flight mechanism we have. And next time we hear a news story, we don't even have to go talk to Bob or Sally or anybody at work. What's up, Chrissy? Shayat? Shia? Is that right? Chrissy? C-H-A-I-T. Shiat? Shiat. I think that's right. Chrissy Shiat. Uh, welcome. Drop me a comment if you have anything. Uh, we're talking about how to end anxiety now tonight. Oh, Chai T. Okay. Chrissy Chai. Awesome. Uh, I got it right. Thank you for your help. Uh, Chrissy Chai. Thank you. Uh, so we're talking about how to end anxiety tonight. This is something that I see so many people in my life struggle with. Uh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, anxiety is something that plagues so many people. And we've got more people jumping on here. The, uh, the algorithm seems to hit at 11 o'clock. I've been on for a little while already. So, uh, crystal pearl seven, seven, seven joined. What's up, crystal. Welcome talking about ending anxiety tonight. So if you struggle from anxiety, anxious feelings specifically, I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. So I'm not here to be like, Hey, do this and you'll be over a medical condition. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the general anxious feelings, and this will probably help anyone uh, that struggles with this. So the general anxious feelings we have, those are fired by our survival mechanisms. When we see flashes on TV, we see news, we see social media, we get this feeling of anxiousness about it. We go out, we talk to someone in our life about it. They then validate those feelings. We create synapses in our brain that connect those fire. Now we have a pattern. Now, next time we hear a story and it takes normally about six or seven times for this to really solidify. Once it's solidified and we've gone to work and we've talked about these news stories, then we're, we have that anxiety built in already. It's ready to go. It's ready to protect us because our pack now has validated that those feelings are valid. So now we have them and we're, we're ready to go with them. But we keep packing them on and we keep packing them on and we keep packing and the news keeps showing them. Social media keeps showing them. So that's where we struggle right there with this anxious feeling. And I'm going to talk to you about exactly how to get rid of that right now. So from Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 through 7, I want to read this. Uh, I usually keep it to myself. I remember having panic attacks at age 6, Chrissy says. So uh, yeah, no, totally been there. Um, I, I've been the same way. I remember, uh, being around so many people and there's so many things going on and it's just like sensory overload. And then other people in my life would validate that, Hey, they don't like being around that many people either. And then I would feel the same way. So we're talking about validation and we can validate it in ourself or other people can validate it for us. And that creates those fight or flight mechanisms, which by the way, most people don't teach this and most people don't know this about fight or flight. That is not just a mental thing. Your subconscious mind, the mind that just reacts to things that boom, reacts, you hear a noise, you react. That is literally built into the cells in your body. That is built in as memories in your body so that your mind doesn't actually have to fire to it 
your body can react and then your mind can take over with reasoning. That is to help protect you, get you to jump out of the way, get those things going. That's when anxiety takes over. So when we're being validated on bad news, bad news, bad news, hey, it's okay to be afraid of it, it's okay, it's okay, then we start getting those feelings, that physical body, that that attack, that panic feeling that now, hey, there's something to jump out of the way of when there's really not. And so we can reverse that with this verse that I'm going to share with you right now. And this will reverse it. When you put this in your mind and start practicing it physically, I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that tonight in this live stream. It's going to change the way you approach the news, the media, and other people bringing you bad news. So listen to this. So uh, user underscore one underscore five, six, eight. Uh, it says, yes, I have a stutter, so anxious feelings are right up my alley. Ha ha. Yeah, I, I understand. Um, I, I get, when I get that panicky feeling, uh, I stumble over words and stuff like that. So, uh, but this is something I've trained on. I'm not a guru or anything. I've just, uh, I've read the word of God. I have listened to other people who are really good at meditation, really good at mind over matter. Um, and I've, I've done a lot of different studies on the science of the way our body and our spirit work together. So I want to read this verse to you and this will change your game when it comes to anxiety. So check this out. Philippians chapter four, verses four through seven from the common English Bible says, be glad in the Lord always. So right away, right there, there's something that we're always to be glad in. That is not contextual. That is not based on as long as the news is good, as long as social media is a happy place, as long as we feel like it. it says, be glad in the Lord always. And this is for me too, so um, I'm, I'm talking to myself here. Again, I say be glad. So again, it's reiterated. So first off, there's no contextual binding on that. It's just be glad in the Lord always. Again, I say be glad. So we've heard it, now it's validated. Again, I say be, be glad. So we can tell ourselves this. As soon as anxious feelings come on, be glad in the Lord. I'm glad in you. I'm glad in you. I'm glad in you. Again, I'm glad in you. I'm joyful in you. I'm safe in you. I'm comforted in you. I'm okay in you. I'm excellent in you. And even though we may not feel it, we're going to go ahead and do what the media does to us, which is come in with a pattern interruption, interrupt our lives by making a claim and making a statement the first time, the second time we're agreeing to it. So listen to that. Be glad in the Lord always. Again, I say, be glad. So the first time I'm telling myself here, the second time I'm telling myself here. I have a question, Ethan Akers. Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, any questions, drop them down there. Um, so first time, is our head, second time is our body. And I talk a lot about this input and output. So we're gonna input it, then we're gonna breathe and we're gonna sink that into our body physically. Uh, sorry, didn't mean to say that twice. No, you bet, Ethan. Uh, what's your question? Just drop it there and I'll get to it here in just a second. Um, so first time is our head, that's our input. Second time 
is our physical body, our output. That is going to create these pathways in our brain, from our brain to our body, through our nervous system, through our spirit. Now we're connecting meaning. We're making an agreement to be glad in the Lord. So this goes on. It gets better. So watch this. That's just the first part. That's the part where we're activating this verse with that. Let your gentleness show in your treatment to all people. That's for me right there. Wow. Um, so does Jesus ever purposely put you up to challenges to test your faith? I have a verse for that. I need to look it up um, in a minute. And I may, have to do a, I may have to do a TikTok on it tomorrow. So if I don't answer it fully tonight, I, I want to share what I think about that when I'm done with this verse. Uh, but then I want to address it biblically, correctly and biblically tomorrow on a TikTok. So I will do that tomorrow, Ethan, if you want to check back on the page tomorrow. But I will try to answer it tonight. So... Um, let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. So that's one thing that I struggle with. Like, well, I'll go out, I'll go into a networking event or even to church or whatever. And I feel like I have to be on guard. Like somebody will come up and I'm like, hey, you know, and they're like, hey. And it's like, you know, you kind of have to have these interactions and smile and be positive and, you know, just be networking um, and, 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 you know, just serving people, serving people with a glad attitude. Even we're taught that in church too. To just smile, you know, be positive, all that. You know what? That's not what this is talking about. We're talking about finding peace here. We're talking about connecting with God. We're talking about ending anxiety in ourselves so that we can pass that on to others. So let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. And that's something I can work on too, is that smile that's normally like this can just be like this. You know, gentle, pierce them with my eyes. Let their eyes look into mine and pass that gentleness on. So now we've already made an agreement here and here to be glad in the Lord. We're going to be glad here. Breathe and let it sit into here. To our physical body to be glad here. Then we're going to be gentle to our treatment in all people. And that doesn't say the neighbor you like. Uh, the guy you get along with, the girl you get along with, uh, that says all people. So that's, that's a difficult one, but that's something I'm going to practice here. Uh, Swedosh, welcome. Um, so the Lord is near right after that. So let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. The Lord is near. Now that's a standalone sentence. The Lord is near. That is now... A statement, a promise, an agreement back from the Father to us, in my opinion. So we've, we've acted on being glad in the Lord. We've set it again into our body and let it sit in our body so that we can react out of it. And we're going to keep doing this over and over and over and over every day until this becomes a pattern that is now a reactive pattern of our body and our mind together. So let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. So next time you even greet someone, greet them in a gentle way. That doesn't mean you can't have a commanding presence or voice or, or you have authority as a boss or a manager anywhere, but it means gentleness, gentleness and love and light. 
think about just turning that pillow over to the gentle side, the cool side of the pillow, the cool side of your personality. So the Lord is near, so we know the Lord is near in this. Then, and here's where it gets really good, don't be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious about anything. So, okay, uh, don't be anxious about your marriage. Don't be anxious about your girlfriend. Don't be anxious about uh, your health. Don't be anxious about your grandmother's health. Don't be anxious about your finances. Don't be anxious about the news or the state of the world or the state of the economy. Don't be anxious about and fill in the blank. And here's what's interesting about that. Don't be anxious about anything that covers everything. So what's up, Drew Henk? Welcome. We're going through Philippians 4, 4 through 7, talking about ending anxiety right tonight. And if you've missed this, you can go back and watch it on my YouTube channel, Brilliance Mentor on YouTube. Uh, it'll be there first thing tomorrow, so you guys can rewatch it if you want to share this with a friend or family member. So don't be anxious about anything. Rather, bring up all your requests to God in your prayers and petitions. So we're replacing right now. We've done all this other stuff. We've thought about it. We made the agreement. We put it into our body. We have now acted on that and shown gentleness to all people. Uh, that could be the phone call that we have to make, the interaction we have at a coffee shop, the smallest things to the biggest things, gentleness. Now we're to know, we're told, as a matter of a fact, that the Lord is near. And then now we go on to hear from this verse, don't be anxious about anything. Rather, bring up all your requests to God in your prayers and petitions. So here's what's interesting. It says prayers and petitions. It could just say prayers and, and we can, you know, pray about it. But our petitions is something deeper to me. A petition is something that you actually get other people to sign off on, uh, that you're getting agreements to. So here's to me and and you can make up your own mind about what this verse means. But to me, this means that we are now praying and petitioning by going, Lord. And then we're going, hey, Lord, I'm agreeing to this. I'm going to agree to this verse to not be anxious. I'm going to remind you of this verse. Not that you need reminding, but I'm going to agree to this verse by stating it. I'm going to say it out loud. I'm going to pen my name on it. That is a petition when you get signatures. So are you willing to sign off on this, on this promise, on this request, on this framework for how to end anxiousness that's right here in Philippians 4, 4 through 7? So that's what I'm asking myself too for tonight. How do we end that? This verse to me has a secret right here and we just need to open our eyes to it and practice it daily so that it becomes second nature. So we have prayers and petitions along with giving thanks. So now we, we pray, we have a petition, we sign off on it and remind God of this verse. We're agreeing to that, we're signing that with our agreement. That's our petition. And then now we're gonna give thanks and thank him for everything we have. And I'm not just saying sit here and go, Lord, thank you for my dog and my cat and my house and my family. I'm talking about an attitude of gratitude. 
and that ability to be gentle in our interactions with others to actually be so thankful that it allows us to be gentle and be loving and be kind and not be full of anger and be full of this Zen-like quality of joy that is supposed to be manifest by God's Spirit in us. Yet we are letting everything else in this world right now program us. And to me, the Christians... And the Christian churches in this world have some of the most highly anxious people I've ever met in my life. And I think there's a problem with that. And I think the answer to that is in this verse right here. So along with giving thanks. So we're going to have that attitude of gratitude and be thankful. So then it says then. So we've gone through all this. Be glad in the Lord. Again, I say, be glad. Let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything. Rather, bring up all of your requests to God in your prayers and petitions, along with giving thanks. Then, then, the peace of God that exceeds all understanding will keep your hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus. So that's some good, good stuff. Uh, What's up, Cass? Welcome. Then the peace of God that exceeds all understanding, which means we won't even understand it. It will keep our hearts. So we've already talked about getting it here into our bodies, our hearts and our minds safe. In Christ Jesus. And that's what we're looking to escape. Anxiety and those anxious feelings are a feeling of being threatened. And we're promised in this verse, in this order, this is a direct framework for how to live to escape that fight or flight, that feeling of anxiousness, and be in the presence of God, be comforted, be filled. And have the peace of God that exceeds all understanding. Keep our hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus. And that to me, what's up Andre Andre Jones? Uh, Welcome. That to me is the promise in this verse. And that is how I have been practicing getting rid of anxiety. And I'll tell you that I replaced... My regular anxiety that I had years ago when I was, I was drinking and smoking cigarettes all the time because cigarettes calmed me down, alcohol numbed me, it helped me um, just kind of have this like even playing field um, where I wasn't as anxious all the time because I could be anxious at work and then I could come home and cut that off and just numb it and end that anxiousness and it was, it was the only way I could relax. So what this verse does is it replaces that. It completely replaces that. When you practice this as a reflex, it replaces that. And there's a spiritual promise of God in this. And there's the call to action for us in this. And there's the repetition in this. There's the mind and the body in this. There's everything we need to make a full agreement in our personal lives, our professional lives, our communal lives, 
our passionate lives, and our spiritual lives, all within this verse. This affects all areas of our life, all five areas. Uh, Ethan says, I feel like people get distracted by other things and don't look at God and are thankful for him. I, I absolutely agree. Um, I believe uh, the media is bombarding us all the time. And the media is a necessary thing. We have to you know, know what's going on, right? Uh, but it's, it knows exactly how to play to get views, to get people to, cl- to click and connect. So tonight uh, we have maybe half as many people as were on the stream last night uh, because this isn't a popular subject. People want to be anxious. They just want to. It's easier to take a pill than it is to do the work and look at the framework and look at the source and look at the promise and try it and repeat it and build those connections mind into our body make the agreement show our gentleness to others so now we're acting on that know that the lord is near receive that promise and then stop being anxious about anything rather bring up those requests and prayers and petitions to god by signing off on those agreeing to this verse agreeing to that then the peace of God that exceeds all understanding will keep our hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus. And to me, that's what it's all about. So I have a question that's kind of off topic, but it still relates to Christ. Sure, absolutely. Ask away. And I want to answer Ethan's question here real quick. So does Jesus ever purposely put you up to challenges to test your faith? So I believe, I don't believe that we are tempted to sin by God. Because that's very clear in the Bible that uh, he's not going to come in and try to trip up the body against the body. That's, that's, if we're part of him, he's not going to do that. So, But what I do believe is that he allows us to go through opportunities to test our faith. Um, and, and test might be a strong word for that. We know we're going to go through trials and challenges. Trials and challenges most of the time it's other people in our life that we're going to be challenged by. Um, if not that, then it's going to be the medical, it's going to be the financial, it's going to be something that's going to challenge us. And that's just an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to rise above, it's an opportunity to seek God, and most of all, it's an opportunity to glorify God. So uh, that's the hardest thing to remember in the middle of a challenge or a trial. But no, I don't believe that God tests your faith by tempting you to sin. That is not a biblical concept. But I do believe that he allows us to live in the world, but we can operate not of the world. We can rise above those challenges and trust him, look to the word for promises just like we saw tonight, and claim those promises not just by believing them, but by acting on them. By our input and then our output and our agreement. That's how we act on those things. So that's my uh, answer to that. I will try to go and get that exact verse that I'm referring to tomorrow and do a quick TikTok about that. So um, I will have that on my page for you tomorrow. So. Uh, I have a question that's kind of off topic. Uh, Yeah, drop it down there if you got it. So um, let's see. Relates to Christ. Ethan says, thank you. Um, Okay, and then uh, underscore one underscore. 
I believe in God, but I still rely on people to make me happy. Why hasn't God filled the hole uh, in my heart so I can stop putting my validation uh, people in worldly things? Okay, so that's something I struggled with for a long time. I was super codependent in some of my early relationships, especially as a young man. So um, I'm not sure how old you are. Uh, If you could drop that down there, I would love to know. Um, It took me until I was about, I would say, 27 to start getting where I was self-sufficient and reliable on myself, my own knowledge, my own seeking of God. And ultimately, that led me to fully being able to connect. Uh, And I'm still not perfect at it, but to really, okay, I'm 17, perfect. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're probably going to struggle with that for uh, quite some time. So if you're like me, you maybe have another 10 years of uh, trying to find that validation in other people. Because right now you're building patterns of what to look for in your creator. Because we're going to always look to the things around us. The best thing you can do is ask God for A, this. this is the, the reason I was codependent is because I struggled with anxiety. I didn't like to be alone. I liked connection. I wanted to connect with other people. I was so ADD when I was younger. I, I still am. I mean, I still have this like, you know, need to just like do stuff all the time and stay busy and distracted. Uh, so the biggest thing I can say to you is work and find purpose. Find people that don't feed into that and challenge yourself by being around people that don't allow you to be codependent, that don't allow you to get validation from them. Now, that does not mean go seek destructive people. I'm talking about mentors who really understand what it means to connect with God um, and not be codependent on other people that can help mentor you towards that. So it might be a pastor or a business person in your community that you could apprentice under uh, that's not going to sit there and just feed you validation because you're young. And by the way, and I'm not calling you young because you're young. You're 17. You're certainly... Uh, more than capable of making uh, educated decisions and moving through this uh, with God's help because um, that will help. So the the three things that I would focus on if I were you is work, staying busy, uh, finding mentors that don't allow you to be codependent, and then number three is read the Word daily or do the daily audio Bible um, and really seek God on this. I think that's super, super important. To just don't stop asking. Go to him with prayer and petition to really remove that anxiety. Do exactly what I talked about tonight. And keep doing that until it really takes and you become an independent being of the Most High. And that's something. Uh, Ethan says, uh, underscore one, underscore, find uh, what you feel is right and find what you love to do. But also allow God to guide you. Absolutely. I agree with that completely. So, um, so and, and connections with people are not bad. So don't let anyone tell you that they are. Codependency is what you should guard against. Um, but connections with people are, are very good. And at 17, I moved out of my parents' house and I was on my own. Uh, I was very lonely. I was very anxious. I used a lot of alcohol and a lot of cigarettes and even some drugs, and I just struggled to be alone. And I was always having the wrong friends over so that I could just have people around. I finally got a cat that gave me some company, but I was still anxious, still going through that growing, becoming who I was supposed to be. 
Um, and I want to tell you, uh, underscore one underscore, um, I don't know your real name. If you drop it below, I will, uh, say it out loud and I'll pray for you tonight privately in my own prayers. Uh, but I also want to say, if you have a chance, read my book. You do not have to buy anything. You do not have to pay for it. It's called God given gifts of brilliance. I wrote it about my experience from about your age all the way up until now. And I was homeschooled, so I felt even more awkward uh, growing up. So my name is Aiden. Okay, Aiden, I will say a special prayer for you tonight uh, that God will lead you to your true self and to the confidence to go and serve him uh, without that codependency or that anxiety. Because I promise you I've been there. Uh, I can hear my voice in you from just exactly what you told me. So uh, I promise it gets better. Just do not give up. Stay in there, brother. Um, because there's people out there that will love you, that will help you, that will mentor you. Uh, and I'm here to mentor you as well. This channel is free. My book is free. Go check it out. God given gifts of brilliance. It's at brilliancementor.com. My name up here, brilliancementor.com slash book. And all you do is put an email in. You can download the book. It'll go right to your email. You can start reading it tonight. It goes through the five parts that God created you to be in your personal life, your professional life, your community life, your passions in life, as well as your spirituality. And it's going to help reveal through my stories and through 30 different Bible verses exactly who God created you to be so that when you're done with that book, you have a much clearer picture of who you are and what your value is on this planet and to God's kingdom and to yourself and your family and your job. Uh, because that's what I struggled with for years. So go check it out. It's free. I think you'll really enjoy it uh, and really get a lot out of it. So Ethan says, uh, and when I was lukewarm, I felt empty, but God helped me uh, fill that emptiness. I didn't feel alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so uh, I hope this helps, guys. I just wanted to do one. I don't know why God just laid it on my heart that anxiety is, is something that's really strong right now. There's a big spirit of anxiety going on in the world today. Um, and I do a lot of leadership training. And that's what this is right now. Whether you know it or not, you have been doing leadership training so that you can go out and lead others later on in life or even tomorrow and lead them to truth and light and love and understanding and lead them to what they want and need. That's what a good leader does. A good leader doesn't tell people what to do. They help other people come to understanding of what they really want and need uh, in light of what the truth is. So that is really what a good leader does. So uh, I teach and do creative leadership and influence training. Uh, and I believe that's my God-given calling to do that. And I have obviously a lot of my faith mixed into it. So that's a big thing that I'm not a pastor or anything like that, but I just want to help people be better leaders and find where they're meant to serve on this planet. So, uh, thanks, man. I'm definitely going to give it a read. Um, Savannah Teeter totter. What's up? That's my niece. Um, so I have another question. If you have time, uh, underscore one underscore or Aiden, I'll call you by your real name. So yeah, go ahead and drop it down below. What's up, Savannah. Welcome. Um, miss our, uh, our cabin trip. That was awesome. So, uh, tell your family. Hi. Uh, fast life Jay joined. Hey, and I just want to say thank you so much to everybody in this community. Uh, blown away. We're going to be at 10,000 
uh, here. You guys are building this Brilliance Mentor community. You are all Brilliance Mentors. That's what we're here to do. Build your brilliance so you can go out and serve and mentor others and make this planet an actual better place to live. That's what I'm all about. So uh, Miss That Cabin too. Savannah says, yeah, it's awesome. And uh, I've got a great picture of you with that fire. I actually made a playlist, Savannah, uh, called Fire Beats. And it has you sitting by that fire. I'll send you a picture of it. And I've been building the playlist on my Apple playlist. So, um, Okay, I want to spread the gospel. So Aiden says, I want to spread the gospel through social media. But I'm nervous that I'll be caught up in the blank. I'm guessing you're going to say drama um, or hate speech or whatever that's going on. I'm going to tell you right now, I've gotten a ton of fire. I've been called everything from a false prophet to a charlatan to... Uh, that I'm ushering in the Antichrist. I'm going to tell you right now, that really shook me for a little while, but the more I watch God build this community, the more humbled I am and grateful. And I just let him try to speak through me. And I'm really just sharing my experience. I'm not here to tell anyone this is the way it has to be. I'm just saying this is what works for me. And hopefully God reveals some insight to you guys through this. So, um, I just want to raise up tomorrow's leaders and you can start leading today. What you learn tonight, you can go out and apply tomorrow um, and then come back. You always have to go back to the well, come back to this channel, go back to God's word, go to any leadership training in your community. Check out my book, brilliancementor.com slash book. It's free. It's all about your God-given gifts of brilliance in five key areas. Uh, go check that out and that will help you so much. Uh, get over that nervousness of spreading the gospel of if that's really what you want to do and that's really where your heart is, it'll help you get over that and it'll help you figure out the mechanism and the angle that you should take for your unique person. You have a unique personality and a unique DNA and coding that God created you for a very specific purpose. And that will help you reveal to yourself a little bit more about where that should be focused. Uh, so I feel unqualified to spread the gospel and people wouldn't listen to me because my testimony is not that good. Hey, you know what? The, the, the only testimony that's not good is the one that is unshared. So let me say that again. The testimony that is not good is the one that is not shared. So that's good. Yeah. So, um, just keep that in mind. Um, share it. I started talking on stage when I was about your age. I was, I think, 14, 15. Um, and at 17, I started getting roles on stage that were a lot more speaking. And I didn't feel qualified either. And I'll tell you, I don't feel qualified here. We have over 8,000 members of this community now uh, that have come this year in 21. Uh, I don't feel qualified. I'm not a pastor. I get to teach an online Bible study with one of my pastors who has been in the ministry way longer than I've been alive. Uh, I don't feel qualified. And so I'm going to tell you right now, mentorship is the key to being qualified. And the more you're mentored and the more you mentor other people, the more you'll realize that no one's qualified. But we're, it's, it's the ones that step up that God is calling and they decide, hey, I'll step up and not qualify, but I'm going to step into that, Lord, and I'm going to serve here. That is the ones that God qualifies. 
there's that old saying, God doesn't uh, call the qualified, God qualifies the called. So think about that. God doesn't call the qualified, God qualifies the called. So that's pretty, that's pretty good. So I just realized that I can use uh, my stutter as a part of that te testimony that might help people. Dude, absolutely, absolutely. There's so many things about myself that, uh, you know, I see all these people all over social media and I'm like, oh, they're all trendy looking and they're cool and like they're attractive and they work out all the time. And I'm like, uh, I ride my bike, I hike and bike and stuff like that, but um, I'm not that guy. I don't go to the gym all the time. You know, I wear, uh, you know, these these shirts. These are not like the coolest shirts. These are like, they're not even Ralph Lauren. I mean, come on, you know. So it's like, I'm just, I'm just me and I'm just, I'm here. I'm just outputting. And if you go back, check out my YouTube channel and watch the live stream from a day or two ago when I'm talking about getting in a creative flow and that input and output and how that we build that creativity right in the middle there. So uh, that will really help you. So never let a stutter or anything keep you from being great. You guys are brilliant. What's up, Devin? Welcome. I've got to jump off here. I've been on an hour already. I love you guys. I hope this helps. Go out and crush anxiety. Okay? You have authority over that in Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. I'm going to read it one more time and sign off. Go and claim the authority with this. Go and claim the authority. Go check out my book. Uh, claim authority with that to find out who you are and start serving, start inputting, grow that brilliance through those lenses and output, output, output so that people can experience you and your testimony. Uh, okay. So Philippians four, four through seven, be glad in the Lord always. Again, I say, be glad, let your gentleness show in your treatment of all people. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything. Rather, bring up all your requests to God in your prayers and petitions, along with giving thanks. Then the peace of God that exceeds all understanding will keep your hearts and minds safe in Christ Jesus. So I hope that helps, guys. Go out, crush those anxious feelings this week. Practice this every single day until it's second nature and ingrained in your being and discover who you really are. Work towards that every day. Bethany, I'm so sorry we're signing off here. Um, this was a really, really good one. Uh, I think we had a lot of good stuff here from Philippians 4, 4 through 7. I'm going to post this on my YouTube channel uh, tonight and get it up for you guys so anybody that wants to go back and watch it can actually do it tonight. So within the next 30 minutes, if you want to just go and subscribe right now, it's Brilliance Mentor on YouTube. Uh, I'll have it up at least by in the morning, if not in the next hour or two, depending on how fast it uploads. So uh, I'll get that up, Bethany. Go check it out. It was about an hour long. Some great questions tonight. I'd love to have your feedback on the YouTube channel. So I love you guys. Peace. Go out. Be brilliant. Mentor others. Don't stop. Thank you for this community. Uh, we're all here. I love the interaction. I love that you guys are talking amongst yourselves and with me. That's what we're here to do. Build our brilliance and mentor each other. So I love y'all. Talk to you later. Peace.